thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not trying to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We are so glad you're joining us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in, get your Bible, get your notepad, follow along and bring your faith with you. Amen. Because we purpose to not just be hearers, but to be doers of what we hear. Amen. We're students of the Word. We're students of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And He's teaching us and leading us and we want to take note of what He says to us. Um, we've been teaching on following the Holy Spirit because if we will follow the Holy Spirit, He'll lead us into God's best. Yes. The Holy Spirit leads us based on the Word. Amen. He never leads us apart from the Word, but He always leads us in line with the Word. And if we'll follow Him, He'll lead us into health. He'll lead us into our homes put back together, our marriages restored. He'll lead us in how to, how to handle our children. Amen. He'll lead us in, our, in the business affairs of life. And so the more accurately we follow Him, the better, the better we're going to live, right? Um, so we've been taking, I, I, goodness, weeks now teaching on following the Holy Spirit. We invite you to go back and watch previous episodes. But in following the Spirit, what we're doing, we're talking about recognizing how the Spirit leads. Well, as I said, you have to go back to watch previous episodes, but we know this. If we have peace in our spirit about doing something, do it. Even if your mind seems to be unsettled about the matter. Uh, just overstep the mind and just follow the spirit because you're safe in following what's in your spirit. If you don't have a sense of peace about doing something in your spirit, then don't do it. Even if the mind says this makes perfect sense. <laughs> Always what your spirit is saying to you and how your spirit is leading you trumps everything. But then even in teaching this wonderful truth about following the Holy Spirit, we have to stay in the middle of the road. We don't want to get in into a ditch. There's a ditch on either side of every truth. And you don't want to get into a ditch and get into the extremes. And some people can get into the extremes. How can they get into the extremes of following the Holy Spirit? That is, they won't make a movement until they hear something. Uh, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. Notice this, the steps. What are steps? They're movement. Just make movement in a direction that seems good. And if it's not the right direction, the Holy Ghost will check you. But as you move ahead in life, always have your spiritual antenna up. There's not ever a time or day that I endeavor not to have my, I always endeavor to have my spiritual antenna up. When I'm having a conversation with people, when I'm making decisions about anything, I've, I endeavor to keep my spiritual antenna up. What's that mean? I'm, I'm acknowledging him. That if I'm doing something, going a certain direction, having a conversation, and there's something more he wants to say or do or direct in, 
I'm paying attention to that. Amen. I pay attention to hear. I turn and I acknowledge him on the inside of me. Um, but people can become unsound mm-hmm. and they can become, they can get off spiritually by saying, well, I'm not going to make a move until I hear from God. Mm-hmm. Well, just make movement. Let God give something to direct yeah. because yes. the yes. steps of a righteous man are ordered Lord, of the yes. Lord. It doesn't say the stops. You just yes. can't just sit and stop and not do anything. Yeah. You don't have to have the Holy Ghost tell you get a job. Right. You don't have to te- have the Holy Ghost tell you uh, to be a blessing to people, yeah. to be a help to people. Right? You don't have to. And so we need to be balanced in these things. As I said, the Spirit of God always leads in line with the Word. When the Bible speaks to your need, you don't need the Spirit of God to say something further. I mean, you can read, uh, look, just for example, just quoting it, Malachi 3, 8, when it tells you, bring the tithes and offering, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. What's the storehouse? The place where you get fed spiritually. Then I don't have to have the Holy Spirit tell me to tithe because it's very clear in the word to do that. And that's spiritual unsoundness to not obey the word because you're waiting for the spirit. The Spirit always leads in line with the Word. Amen. Um, We don't need the leading of the Spirit to be a doer of the Word. Just do the Word. Just do the Word. When you have Bible knowledge of something, you don't need the Spirit to lead you on that. Amen. You don't don't need to sit back and say, well, I'm waiting for the Spirit to tell me to tithe. No. He's not... He doesn't need to tell you to tithe when the word already tells you and it's very clear. Now, God says, for example, he'll supply all your needs to those, to those that are givers and that's their lifestyle. God says, um, Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Well, God says he'll supply your need, but he doesn't tell you which house to buy. Now that's when you need the spirit. The the word tells you God will provide for you. God will supply whatever you need, but you need the leading of the spirit on which house, what city, right? right? But when things are clearly lined out and defined in the word to where you don't need any further leading, act on the word. The word is enough. Be sound. Be sound about that. Amen. Amen. Now, I do know this about the Holy Spirit. He will direct you and lead you to a verse that suits your need. Pay attention to that. Because he will, if I could say this, he'll quicken a verse to you. Yeah. Um, Another thing, uh, serving. Serving does not require a leading. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to read to you out of Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 16. Just the second, pat, the second portion of that verse, it says, The whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. And you go, well, what, what does that mean? It means that God has put you in a place in the body where you fit. Yes. yes. And in the place he sets you, function there. Every joint supplieth. Amen. So you are to, you are to function there. And as you, you're to bring a supply, you don't have to ask God, should I be a supply in the body? (laughs) Just like you don't get up and ask elbow. 
Yeah. Would you move today? No, you're there. You better move. Right? right? Yes. And if it's not moving, we think something's wrong with the body. When someone is not serving, something's wrong. When somebody's not doing their part, something is wrong. They don't need to wait for a leading. They sh- it's, see, this is what I mean. When the, when the word directs us and gives us a directive, a command to do, we don't have to wait for the leading of the Spirit. For example, if somebody's part of a local church, you don't have to say, well, I'm waiting for God to tell me to serve somewhere. No, just serve. Just serve. Well, where do I serve? Where do they have a need? Where do they have a need? Well, they got needs in places I don't want to serve. Mm. That's probably where you need to serve then. <laughs> just to help you be well-rounded, right? Help us all be well-rounded. So, uh, we don't need the Spirit of God. We don't need to say, well, I don't feel led. Right. Yeah. Right. The Holy Spirit will not lead in what He's already told you to do. Right. When what the Word has already made clear. Amen. He doesn't need to. Will He? He may, but it's only because we're not doing the Word that He would come and correct someone with a further leading. That's right. Amen. So I don't want the Spirit to have to lead me because He's having to correct me. I want to see what the word says. Be a doer of that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I I love how my husband used to say, if you don't know what to do in your local church, just start serving in the area of your ability. If you will do that, then your supernatural ability will start kicking in. But don't sit back and wait for a supernatural ability to kick in if you're not serving somewhere. Right? You know? Find what, what, where are your strengths? Where do you flourish? Then bring that supply to that local church. And that's just an example of what I mean by when the word gives us a direction, we don't have to sit back and wait for the leading of the spirit. That's unsound. Amen. Now, uh, I want to refer to uh, what faith is not intended to do. Faith is not intended to help you go against the word yeah. or to go against the leading of the Spirit. Amen. Faith works, but it's not for going against yes. what the Spirit's leading. Amen. If the Spirit is leading you to do something, don't endeavor to go a different direction right. with right. your faith right. because that's not the, that's not the, um, the job description mm-hmm. of faith. Go with me to 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 19. And this is the Amplified Classic Translation. I'm just reading a portion of verse 19. It says, By rejecting and thrusting from them their conscience, some individuals have made shipwreck of their faith. Now, what's your conscience? It's the voice of your spirit. That when your conscience is telling you to do something, that's your spirit directing you. How is your spirit directing you based on the Holy Spirit within? Yes. So your conscience is the voice of your spirit. If you, sense your spi- if you sense in your spirit not to do something, but you try to do it anyway, yes. you'll, you'll end up damaging your faith. Yes. It says you'll make shipwreck yes. of their faith. Yes. Their, faith will not help you succeed in going against your conscience. Amen. Amen. 
for faith to work, we need to know the will of God regarding a situation, right? You can't believe beyond what you know of God's word. You can have faith for healing. You can have faith that God will provide your needs. You can have faith for all the promises of God for his word gives you the knowledge that this is his will for you. Faith works for things that are in line with the will of God, but it's not intended to go against what God is not directing yes. you in. Amen. 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 Now, I've gone at times against how God was leading in my younger years spiritually because sometimes, we, like I said, we don't know until we're taught that we're to follow our conscience, that we're to follow our spirit. And many of us can look back over the past and see when we, ah, we went against our conscience. We went against our spirits. But I guarantee you, those were not times our faith was flourishing. <laughs> because that's not what, faith is not intended to help us go against the leading of God. Amen. Now, if you miss God and gone against the leading of God or the leading of the Spirit in the, pa in the past over certain situations that you may be facing, I guarantee you all you have to do is repent and yes. say, God, help me. And He'll help you. Yes. Yes. You don't have to settle for defeat. Amen. Amen. He'll help you. He'll give you a solution. He'll redirect you. He'll tell you what steps to take to get you back in the, in the highest flow so that your faith will work again. Amen. Faith will work again as it ought. Amen? Amen. And listen, when we go the wrong direction, God's not mad at us. Right. He doesn't disown us and dump us. <laughs> you know, he's not mad at us, but he wants us to judge ourselves so we don't keep going against it because he, he doesn't want us to create hardships for our own life. That's true. And we can create hardships for our own life. Uh, one of the best ways to flourish in following the Spirit and to be a good student is be someone who listens. Yes. Be someone who listens. Listen, I, I, I know this. I mean, for myself, I can't, I can't speak about anybody else, but I can show speak about myself. And it's not always pretty, but... <laughs> I remember growing up as a, you know, a youth and a teenager. I was bullheaded. Man, you told me not to do something, we're going the other way. <laughs> I mean, we are, I'm going to do exactly. I was bullheaded and I had to, I had to learn. You better listen to somebody because somebody knows something more than you. <laughs> you know? um, I was listening to one minister and he told the testimony. He said he was in the restaurant. Uh, he was a guest minister at a church and the pastor had taken this, this traveling minister and his wife out to eat. And this guest minister, he loved raw oysters on the half shell. My husband loved those. Ooh, praise the Lord. I'm sure, so, I'm, I don't have, well, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> Some people really love them. I'm going to sow all those to you. We just didn't grow up with much fresh oysters in Oklahoma, you know. Uh, but this, men, this traveling minister, he loved the raw oysters on the half shell. And he said when they brought them to the table, his wife said to him, he said, honey, those don't smell right. And um, he said, I'll pray over them. They'll be fine. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got that much faith in your prayer life. <laughs> So he just said, he, he just said, no, they'll be fine. So he ate them and he goes back to the hotel room that afternoon. He's got to preach that night. And uh, 
his wife had to end up go preach <laughs> because it had an effect on him. And he was praying about it. And he said, God, he said, I pray over my food. And he said, I believe when I pray that God's power works. And he says, I want to know why I ended up getting sick off that food. And he said, because your wife told you and you wouldn't listen to your wife. She told you they were bad. See, your faith is for not overriding some things. Now, let me, let me say this. If you're in a foreign country or you're in a place where that is the only food, you know, and then you can have faith. You know something? God, I'm believe you. I'm going to eat this and you're going to keep it down. And it's going to be nourishment to me if there's nothing else available. But if you just won't listen. Now, see, that's different. You're just not going to listen. And God said, your wife told you, but you wouldn't listen. See, following the Spirit also means you're a good listener. You're a good listener to God. You're a good listener to the Word. You're a good listener to the Holy Ghost. And you're a good listener to those around you who may have God's help in their mouth for you. See, his wife was giving him God's help. But he just thought, well, his, he's been trying to trying to deprive me of my favorite dish here. So wisdom was spoken. But he, he didn't recognize it because he was going to use his faith and override that situation. And so when he went against wisdom, it didn't work. If you smell something and you, you, you know it's bad. See, there's no scripture that tells you thou shalt not drink arsenic. <laughs> Right? But wisdom tells you don't drink poison. Right? There's no scripture. <laughs> you know? Well, no deadly thing will hurt you. Yeah, if you encounter it and can't avoid it. But if you can avoid it and you're just tempting God then. Amen. We need to learn to recognize our help even when it comes through the mouth of someone else. Be a listener. If you'll listen to people, listen, if you'll listen to people, it'll help you in listening to a God you don't see. God, and I'm not going to get into a marriage thing here. I'm not going to get into it. But in a marriage, well, I am going to get into it. In a marriage situation, you have a, a spouse who their strengths are in this area and the other spouse, their strengths are in another area. Well, see, your strengths are doubled mm, yeah. right. because you've got his strength and her strength yes. working for you. But if you won't listen to someone who has a strength in that area, then you're, you're not going to have the benefit of their strength right. if you're not going to listen. Right. It's not about winning your way. It's about listening. Yes. And some people, they feel like if I don't listen to you, I win. Well, he didn't win that day. That minister didn't win that day. Uh, his winning left him. <laughs> listen, because as you become, and I'm not saying listen to everything that's heard. I'm saying listen to someone and recognize when there's God's help in their mouth for you. When their, their words are in a line with the word of God and it, and it sits right with your spirit, be a listener because it will help you in your listening to, a, to the one you don't see. So I just, that's the sign of someone who is spiritual. They listen. 
Someone who is dominated by their carnality Mm -hmm. is someone who refuses to listen to others. Well, praise the Lord. Should we go on and move off that? Yeah, just just recognize, hey, that's good help. I'll listen to that. That's not a weakness. That's a strength. Amen. Now go with me, if you would, to 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2, and we're going to look at verse 20. And uh, I want you to see how it reads. It says, but you have an unction from the Holy One. And you know all things. Now, look at this word unction. But you, well, let's even back up before that. But you have. You have. We're not going to have. We have it now. Right here while we're in the earth. He's telling us we already have something as a present possession. It's ours to follow and benefit from because we have it. Amen. What do we have? We have an unction. The word unction is the same word as anointing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or it's synonymous also with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Unction, anointing, Holy Spirit, these are synonymous or like terms. Amen. Amen. They all mean the same, the same thing. So this unction, this anointing comes into the believer at the new birth. It's the anointing within every believer. Yes. You have that. Yes. It's yes. in there. Yes. Yes. Now, Uh, Be skillful at recognizing and listening. Mm -hmm. Amen. Paying attention to that anointing. There is an anointing. Now, for those who are in the five-fold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, they will have an anointing that comes upon to help them minister. Mm -hmm. But that's not for their personal individual life. That's for being a blessing to someone else. Mm -hmm. But every believer, even ministers, have an anointing within that anointing doesn't grow or increase, but we can grow in our, res- in our um, sensitivity to it. Yes. 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 Very good. Amen. The anointing that comes upon can grow. Yes. Yes. Look at uh, Elisha yes. who stayed with Elijah and got a double portion yes. of the anointing that, that was up on him. It's not the anointing within because that one doesn't grow. But the anointing that comes upon can increase. But we can benefit from the anointing within. The benefit can increase as we grow in our skill of listening and recognizing how how that anointing is leading us. Amen. Amen. So we have an unction. You have it. Now learn to listen. Learn to follow. Learn to recognize it. Amen. Amen. Here John said, but you have an unction, that unction's not in your mind. It's not in your flesh. It's in your spirit. So as you allow your spirit to dominate you, you're drawing on the anointing. You're drawing on that unction. You're giving place to that unction that's within you. If you give place to your mind, then you're going to have to bypass that unction. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Don't let your mind lead you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in spiritual things. When God is leading you to do something, don't let your mind override yeah. what your spirit is leading you to do because there's an unction in there, an, an anointing to help that leading bless your life. Yes. Amen. 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 So John is telling us, but you have an unction from the Holy One. This isn't from your mind. This isn't from your education. This isn't from a networking system of who you know. 
It's from the Holy One. It's, it doesn't have any other source. It comes from God himself, yeah. his ability in yeah. you, <clears throat> his power yes. in you. What is this unction for? Now let's go back and see. It says, but you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. Amen. Now what does that mean? The unction is not so we'll know all things about random things, but you'll know everything about your life yeah. that you need to know. Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. I don't have an unction so that I can tell somebody else how to live. Right. 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 Yeah. What they ought to do with their life. The unction on me is to help me dire- help direct me. Yeah. And you know all things, all things pertinent mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That unction that is within will help lead me on what to know. Do I go this direction or do I not go that direction? It'll help me know all things. All arenas of my life can benefit from this unction. Yes. When it says, and you know all things, I don't know all things about science. Mm-hmm. I don't know all things about medical things. I don't know all things about, you know, government things. I don't know all those things, yeah. but I know I can know all things about my life, yes. about the yeah. things connected to me, yes. not because I'm brilliant or because I plan something, but because I have an unction in there that's guiding me in all things. He won't leave me without help in one arena. Every arena. He's in there to assist and lead us in every arena, spiritually, mentally, physically, materially, in relationships, in my business, in my home, in the ministry. He's there to lead in everything associated with my life. It doesn't mean because I have him in there, I'm a know-it-all. I'll listen to someone else because sometimes he'll lead me to somebody who knows him. He'll lead me to someone who knows him better than me to help me learn him. Amen. Amen. So by the unction, the anointing within, we can know what to do in every situation of life. And that's what the unction is in there so we can know all things about the situations that arise in our life. Should we do it or should we not? Should we go this direction or not? Should we buy this or not? Should we take, make that move or not? Amen. Well, these are some of the things that we're teaching in our book called Following the Holy Spirit. We want you to get hold of it. It'll be a blessing to you. You can go to our website at defrainministries.org and place your order there and we'll get it right out to you. And uh, I tell you, there's so much to learn in this. Why? Because we are dealing with a divine genius. But we can know how to follow him in our everyday life. Amen. Well, we invite you to join us next time. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We will never receive from God beyond the measure of our response. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, she instructs us how to properly respond to God and the moving of His Spirit. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. 
Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Georgetown, Texas at Church on the Rock, October 15th through the 19th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.